MC Mimi Okay, welcome to this week's episode of the Mariah podcast. I am Shady Baby, otherwise known as Jack, and I'm here with the lovely Diva. Hey, 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 everybody. So this week we have quite a lot of content to jump into. As you know, Mariah was very, very on point with these spaces last week. If you missed it, I don't know how you missed it because it was everywhere. She joined on to a Twitter space, which I believe was Mariah Carey Australia, I think. Yes. Yes. And she jumped on. It was actually quite early for me in the UK. I was I was actually working and I could see in the corner that she was joined on a spaces and I thought, no, she can't be, not already. I guess and I'm then. really confused at how spaces works. So <laughs> so did so somebody starts a chat like I guess how do how does she join in? Like, does she know them? Did they say they were going to go on? Was it a planned thing? Or did they just go live and she jumped and they went live hoping she'd jump on? Like, how does that even work? I'm not sure. I imagine they probably had, uh, like, DM each other, like, behind the scenes and got in that way. I think, I think they mentioned it was about 2,000 people were listening at one time. So I can imagine that would have taken a bit of organizing to get into. But yeah, it was rather spontaneous. Like, I don't think anyone, I didn't know about it. To be honest, yeah, I didn't I either. Didn't I it just... was gonna last long. Now I woke up to it in the morning. Actually, I woke up to all of you guys in the chat talking and messaging. And I think there was like 31 messages I woke up to and I was like, oh my God, something happened. <laughs> Perks of time zones, eh? Right? But yeah, yeah, she, they went into a lot of details. Maxwell was there. I'm not sure if Maxwell was there from the beginning because I didn't. I didn't join in the beginning. I think I was probably about half an hour late. But so much content was spoke about. I was working on stuff. She wasn't too explicit about what she's working on. But there's talk of a collaboration with Brandy actually happening. There's talk of. Uh, Maxwell doing something she mentioned about sending him something which I am here for a collaboration with Brandy first of all yes. could you imagine being Brandy like literally earlier in your career you sang with Whitney Houston and now you get to sing with Mariah Carey like I know I'd be like I can die now like I'm done I've accomplished everything you know what I'm thinking of I'm thinking of the vocals we're gonna get Yes, we're going to get some, they are going to slay whatever they do, because Brandy's voice is amazing. We all love Brandy. We love a Brandy moment. Um, and obviously, we know how Mariah's voice is right now. So it's going to be pretty epic. Can we talk about, and I'm so sad that Candy Chick is not on this week, but she will rejoin us again soon. Um, but MC30 is not over which means no. there is hope for memoirs. That's right, folks. MC30 is actually on hold for now, but it is coming back in some way or another. Or I wasn't too explicit exactly about what that would entail, 
but she did say that MC30 hasn't gone, it's not buried, it's still coming, it's still going back at some point in the year. So whether that will entail continuing with the EP releases or something else, we don't know. But something else is that Christmas, another Apple special is coming. So yeah, I didn't need Mariah to tell us that there was going to be a Christmas special, even though I'm excited about it, because I believe Apple announced that, was it like earlier in the year, like January, February, they said that because her last special did so good, they offered her, um, you know, whatever to do another one. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I knew yeah, one was coming. I, I knew something was happening. I don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be like another special like this, like a very kind of like musical movie type thing? Or is it going to be more of like, a concert um, or basically like another, like another one like we had this past year with just a different storyline. So it'd be interesting to see what they're gonna do and how they, you know, are they gonna use the same songs? Are they gonna use different songs? And the only reason why I asked that is because like, obviously if anybody's been to her Christmas shows, it's kind of the same set list. She might move one or two songs around here, but it's the same like show. So I would hope for Apple that they would just pick a ton of different songs or maybe some original Christmas songs could be coming. Um, that would be fun. And yeah, I just hope it's going to be something like different. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. I don't know if it's going to be the same sort of format as before or something completely different, completely original. I mean, one thing about Apple is that they have a budget. Do you know how much they charge for earphones? <laughs> Do you know how much an iPhone is? Apple has enough to get Mariah Carey, Patti LaBelle, Diana Ross, all on the same special. Oh, I love it. But yeah, she spoke about loads of different things on that spaces. And one thing I really liked was that she was just interacting with fans. And you could tell that she wanted a whole fan experience. And she hinted that she wanted to do something like this again very soon in some shape or form, whether it be in other spaces or it will be some other medium i don't know so to speak there were suggestions of another podcast or she needs to come on this on. podcast yeah she does maybe we need to make that happen <laughs> i love when like whenever mariah is talking i love when they just let her speak like obviously on a talk show like it's a formula like the host has to ask questions blah 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 but yeah. there's been interviews that she's done um what was the one that was on YouTube or that is on YouTube? Uh, it was like over an hour. I forget the name of it. And she was on stage and they were just asking her questions. Do you mean the genius one? Like genius, the that's one. it. Yep. One of my that favorite one. interviews. But like she was just able to talk. And when she was on the podcast with Questlove, like she was just able to talk. And on these spaces, like, you know, people are asking her questions. And she's answering them, but again, she's just able to talk freely. And I love that because I feel like she has so much to say. And even though she might not give away like her ideas or things that she's working on, at least she peppers us with, you know, tidbits of, of, of Mariah Carey uh, joy, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> From get lack a little of better words. here and there. Yeah. yeah, but like like she'll say she's working on something. Like she lets you know that there's something coming. It's not like, you know, on a talk show where, you know, if she's in the middle of saying something, you know, then the, the host will ask something and it kind of throws the conversation off topic and then she never goes back to what she was saying. 
where on these spaces where she talks, she's able to, to, to talk about what she's doing. And even though she might not go into detail, at least she's able to let us know like, hey, I've got shit coming. Yeah, I don't know about you. I think just hearing her say that something's coming is enough. I'd love her to take some time, do it properly. And yeah, she's in the best time of her life artistically right now. She mentioned that this is the process she's going through right now is similar to how it was when she was recording Butterfly and Anticipation. So if we take those two things together, what do we think is going to come? Like, you don't I can't even stand no it. Reason. Like, to think of Butterfly and Emancipation and an album like being made in that type of way, like I'm, I don't even know if I'll be able to live for it. You know what? I'd rather I'd rather not hear anything else. Yeah, and it's fun to hear her talk about like all of that stuff, and maybe go into a little bit of detail. Like, I'd even like to hear like some of the behind the scenes of like when she was writing the memoir, and you know, I mean, obviously not what she went through because we all know like her reliving a lot of those of those moments. Um, some were good, some were bad, but the fact the the process of of writing the memoir and the process of of recalling all of those events. And I'd actually like to know, like, if any of those moments that she spoke of in the book, like any of them that she might regret or not regret like that they happened, but regret she didn't do something else. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know, Mm. when she talked about Derek Jeter in the book, like, I wonder if there's moments that she regrets, like it didn't go in a different direction or like, I know what she, I know she's with, Tanaka now and you know she was with uh Nick and had her kids and obviously if it went in a different directions and her kids wouldn't be here and you know whatever but just theoretically like thinking back in time like oh look at that I referenced the roof um yeah, I was gonna say a little roof <laughs> moment there I wasn't sure yeah if having was, a roof moment back in time but you know when you think about it like people when they think about somebody in high school like a crush that they had and that crush talked to them and they're like, oh, I had the perfect opportunity to kiss them and I didn't and it never happened. Like, I wonder if there's like moments she has with like Derek Jeter or like moments back then where she's like, oh, I wish I would have done this. Like, obviously it wouldn't have affected like, you know, the way things have gone now, but just to see if she, you know, just to see what her take on her life is. Maybe not with Derek because she did mention in the book that they were kind of sort of hinted that they couldn't really be together because of their busy schedules and professional lives. But definitely other other topics, maybe like not being Tommy as long or I don't know anything. Getting oh, you know that's the situation. Truth. Absolutely. She would at least if she had the opportunity and she could have got away with it, she would have Lisa Lopez that house oh, after the no. first after <laughs> the first six months. She would have been like, I'm done. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose it's I suppose it's what happens when you're young and you don't really know what's going on. But nevertheless, it led her to where she is now. It sure did. And where she is now is celebrating 31 years of Vision of Love. Can you believe it? So, 31 years of Vision of Love. I can't believe it. Yeah, and I know what you want to say. You want to say, Diva, where were you when Vision of Love came out? Well, I was graduating college. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't. Um, I was only 10 years old. And I remember uh, hearing it come on the radio and the the DJ on the radio talking about like this new artist and um, he had compared her to Mariah, uh, to Whitney Houston, um, not compared her to, but he was like, you know, an amazing voice like Whitney. It's, you know, something we haven't heard in a long time. Like, I, again, I was 10. I don't remember exactly word for word what he said, but I just remember him mentioning Whitney. And at the time I really loved Whitney. So that's what kind of caught my attention to what he was saying on the radio. 
And then he had mentioned, you know, Mariah's name and he's like, and this is her new single, um, her, her debut single rather, uh, Vision of Love. And it started to play. And I remember I literally, I don't think I even knew anything else that was happening at that moment in the room, except her voice. And I was hooked from that moment that I heard it on the radio. I know, I know you are one of many legacy lambs. However, you have stories that others would dream of having and memories of that because you've been there since literally the beginning and you can actually recall when you first heard it. And I've been there since the beginning. <laughs> trials and tribulations through the beginning. It's like, it's like I'm a real live living Google. <laughs> <laughs> I know that you referenced um, the, the term, right? The term legacy lamb. I know I've yes. heard some other people referring to the older lambs as other things. I heard somebody Fossil on Space lamb. Fossil. I did hear that somewhere upon the land. Um, but you know, we love everybody. Um, but I did hear somebody on the spaces say that um, they were shepherds, <laughs> which I get, but shepherd makes it sound so old. Like all I see is like this really old man with a long white beard and a staff, like walking through a field gathering like lambs and sheep. So that's not a term I would embrace. I do like legacy lamb or day one lamb. Those are ones that I, I prefer if I had to choose. Um, legacy lamb is definitely a, a title I would proudly wear. Take it, Diva, take it, hold it. Because I will take it, but we need to, we need to sidestep with that fossil lamb business. I know, pull it out. Like Mariah would say, we don't know that. See, now this but podcast you, is going to see a new side of me. You don't want to see this side. <laughs> honestly, you've, you've angered the diva now. I'm going to have my, my, my diva tantrum. <laughs> it's earned it. Right? As a fossil, I've earned it. <laughs> that needs to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> that should go on a t-shirt. You know who you are. <laughs> it, it is something to be able to know, to, to actually have lived the history of Mariah's career. Because like, even when, you know, I was growing up and listening to music that like my brother and sister listened to, or even that my mom listened to, you know, like you always wondered like, what was it like when that person first came out? Or I would love to have been around when that person first came out. Um, Cause like, there's a lot, like I was born in 1980 and there's a lot of artists, like eighties music's pretty cool. Like I like eighties music. And there's a lot of artists that I think like, oh, I wish I, I kind of wish I was a teenager like in the eighties because that must've been fun. Like for instance, when Madonna came out, like people would dress like her and just wear their hair crazy and wear crazy clothes and mix and match and just try and be her. Like that to me seems kind of fun. So I always thought like, oh, it would have been fun to be like a teenager or a young adult like at that time because you don't know what it was like to experience that. But- Did you ever do it with Mariah? Like I know, I know at that point when you were younger, it probably would have just been like um, turtlenecks and stuff like that. But I did. I, there were moments, like obviously in the beginning of Mariah's career, like there was nothing you could really do to, to besides singing and flailing your hands around when you sang, <laughs> there was nothing you could really do to emulate like Mariah um, until I would say Rainbow. That's when it really started for me. I was... Mm -hmm. 19 and I literally cut the tops off of all of my jeans 
and that's how I would wear them. And I was like, girl, Mariah does this, this I'm going to do. And <laughs> then when glitter came out and she had that eighties vibe, there's a picture. If you remember in billboard magazine, um, there was like a, a full on spread of glitter in, in one of the issues. Oh yeah. And in one, in one of the pictures she has on like an off the shoulder t-shirt, it's clearly cut up. Um, and I want to say I could be wrong and nobody attack me for this because it's a lot of stuff in this mind. Um, I believe it said I heart New York on the t-shirt and up at the top, she had some, she had some safety pins going through the shirt. And I was like, oh, well, that's really cool. Like I'm going to copy that when I go to the club. So I had literally cut a t-shirt and jeans up and I stuck safety pins all through them. And all night while I was dancing, some of those safety pins kept popping and stabbing me. (laughs) It was not a pleasant moment, but it was a look nonetheless. Um, And then after glitter came out, I, would pond the club with a silver stripe on my arm or on my chest or somewhere on my body, um, a la Billy. So yeah, I did have my moments with that. Ah, okay. And now that I've gone off on a complete and total tangent, we can can get back to this programming already in progress. (laughs) But back to Ponder Show, we at the Mariah Podcast yesterday which won't be yesterday when the podcast drops at least for this week we joined another another podcast on their instagram live after show the adventures of Gigi. we joined them yesterday we had a lot of fun talking about loads of stuff i had so much fun honestly honestly the adventures of Gigi. they are if you haven't listened to them they i think they used to be called love life mariah carey i think before they changed their name but they're a podcast who talk about many different topics nothing too specific they talk about loads of different things from albums to tours to outfits lots of stuff but we joined them yesterday and again we were talking about everything i love talking to them i thought they were funny they the conversation just flowed like it wasn't forced it was like a yeah, good conversation and I got to tell you, that's a good looking podcast team right there because they are both, shoot, girl. I know, they've got it. They know how to work the podcast game. And that Gia, let me tell you, she knows how to work a camera, honey. She is giving you face for days on camera. So is Garrett though. They both know how to work that camera. I'm telling you, that is a good looking podcast team. We need to look out for them. Hot on our heels. Yes, if you haven't listened to the Adventures of Fifi before, go listen to their podcast. They are super fun, super nice group of people, and yeah, add them to your podcast. And I believe they drop their podcast on Thursday, so it's a day after ours. So we drop on the Wednesday, they drop on a Thursday, and then we've got, I believe we've got Two Treacle and a, the Mariah Report on Friday. So you get three days full of Mariah podcast content. Honestly, you guys are spoiled. So add it to your library or whatever you have to do add it to your repertoire (laughs) he says it better than i do (laughs) only you guys appreciate when i sing my moments my husband gets so mad sometimes he's like really can't you just tell me what you want to do for dinner do you have to sing it (laughs) i wouldn't mind being sung to about food (laughs) what do you want for breakfast i want some eggs (laughs) i want some waffles Exactly. See, it works and it makes you happy. But yes, you guys get three full days of stuff. That's a lot. The lambs are fed. 
So you guys, the funny thing is we were literally just talking about all these great Mariah podcasts that are out and Jack happened to look down at his phone and Trico and um, the Adventures of Gigi literally were on Instagram live. So we popped on for a second to be like, hey, we're recording our podcast right now. And Trico literally mentioned how great it was that Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you get all these great Mariah podcasts. And we just mentioned that. So we thought that was kind of funny um, and perfect timing, if you will. So also this past week, we had Stevie Wonder's birthday. So happy birthday to Stevie Wonder and a happy birthday to Ms. Janet Jackson. Ms. Jackson, if you're nasty. Yes, happy birthday, Stevie. Happy birthday, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. We love May. That's right. You have a bir- an anniversary coming up, if you will. I do. I do. How old are you going to be? I don't know if I want to say. <laughs> I'm going to be 24. <sighs> but yeah. oh, well, I mean, let me help you pat yourself on the back there, okay? <laughs> but yes, yes, we are. Uh, Full of great birthdays in May. May's a lovely month and things are opening again. So things are getting good. Yes, things are opening here at the end of this month in Massachusetts. Um, like full on opening everything. Um, so that should be fun. I am fully vaccinated. So I, you know, doesn't matter to me. I'm going to go out. <laughs> they are opening up bars and clubs though, honey, because you know, I am dying to go out and dance and sing and drink and have a moment and a festive moment at that, that I will. Honestly, I cannot wait. The UK today, we just, um, we just eased more restrictions. So now we can like sit inside, eat inside, drink inside, do all the stuff. We can, we can, we can hang around more people in one go. So things are getting better. And yes, I cannot wait to eat, drink, dance, sleep, whatever. Whatever the thing Mariah said. I know. I, I, I cannot wait just to go out and dance and maybe I can get them to play some Mariah music. You know, you run up to the DJ and say, can you play Mariah's song for me, please? Excuse <laughs> me, can you, can you play All I Live For 1993? Right? And they laugh <laughs> in my face and they're like, no. <laughs> Sometimes you get a good DJ though that'll play like a really good remix of Mariah. But none of course, they're going to play, are going to be as good as some of the remixes that I have been listening to online lately. Well, that's um, Spill. Spill. Have you heard the remixes by TMC? Yes. Oh, my God. They're, they're so popular on YouTube, aren't they? I am obsessed. Like, I feel like a lot of those mixes are even better than the, like, the, the actual releases of the remixes. They just blow my mind. I don't know what he does or what black magic he's practicing to get mixes that good but I literally listen to them and I am just floored by the production and the detail and some of them on YouTube when you listen to them he'll put a little description and kind of like say what he's done to the vocals in musicality terms (laughs) and I'm just like wow that's a lot of detail like to, to put into a song and he makes no money off of them. And he says it on the things like, you know, on the, on the descriptions, like I make no money from these mixes, but he should, Mariah should hire him for her next single. Like he's that good. Like I would campaign for it. Completely blown away by his work. 
we need to get him on the podcast and we need to talk to him. So if you are out there listening, we want you. <laughs> he's even done like, there's a remix I just listened to today for the first time. He's done it. He did it a while ago, I believe, but he did Madonna's You'll See. And I was just like, that's one of my favorite Madonna songs. And his remix just made it even more my favorite. Like he's just so good at what he does. I cannot stop praising this person. <laughs> okay, I'm going to check it out because I love You'll See. Yeah, it's his stuff. His work's good. So we need to find him. We need to hunt him down and we need to get him on the Mariah podcast so we can have conversations and splashes galore. EMC, if you listen to the Mariah podcast, then please just let us know. DM us whatever. We'd love to get a conversation with you. Because your mixes are, if other lambs don't know, other lambs need to know because they are great. Speaking of remixes and reworking, um, I believe Mariah did mention um, on Spaces that she is re-singing some of her songs to own her masters, which I would have thought she owned all of her masters, but I guess she doesn't. Um, and so she's re-singing some of the songs. And I'm wondering if Always Be My Baby and We Belong Together were just the start of that. Yeah, I think we've spoke about this in a much earlier podcast episode I think we hinted towards maybe her doing something like that I don't know if it's because of the masters or something else coming I mean obviously we don't know as much as she knows but you think she's doing kind of like what Taylor's doing right now with the re-recording to get the masters mm-hmm. I mean, that could be quite fun I think it would be interesting to know what songs she doesn't own considering she writes all of her music like I just would have thought she automatically would own no, there's you know, so much she also produces a lot of it too, no? Yeah, no, no, she obviously writes and produces everything, but that doesn't mean she owns it though. There's loads of different bits in the contract that either the company owns or something. I'm not sure. I'm not a lawyer. I don't know the ins and outs, but I think she said before that she doesn't own her masters, but she said that she has her publishing, but I don't know if that's a different thing or not. Again, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know. Yeah, I never understood the legality of singing and who gets what. And, you know, I just I just always was naive about it and thought, if I'm singing the damn song, it's my song. That's my voice. Like, you wouldn't be making any money if I didn't sing it. So <laughs> that's my shit. <laughs> I think she can, I think she can license it. So I think she, can, if the TV show wants to use it, I think it goes for her to decide whether, you know, she wants it on there. Because, I mean, do you remember when we said about RuPaul and how apparently that her music is so expensive that they can't license it? They can't use it on the show. So I think she might have ownership of that. I don't know if she has the whole ownership of the recordings or not. I'm not sure. But yeah, it's a whole complicated situation. But if she were, if she does own a Masters or she doesn't and she's doing this to try and fulfil that, then I'd be very interested because we all know as lambs her voice is different now compared to she's recording her 1990 stuff that's a that's a big feat to be able to re-record it if it's for master's reasons yeah because some of those songs are like bitch they're vocal suicide i mean they are her vocals are amazing but that some of those songs i feel like i would love to hear i'm just i'm sorry i'm 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 quiet but i'm thinking i would love to hear her rework or re-sing i don't want to cry Oh, yes. And I would love to hear her do Can't Let Go. 
I'm not gonna lie, those two songs when she does them at Vegas, they bang. I love them. And I'd love to get a re-recording, actually. You say that. I think those two would work very well. And maybe Love Takes Time. Yes, and Alone in Love. Oh, Alone in Love, yeah. Oh, bitch, just throw it out for a prisoner moment if we have to. Sent from up above? I mean, we could just go down the whole list. <laughs> from up above. You want to do the whole album? <laughs> you need me? Oh, Mariah. You rock Briar coming out in full force again. Right? She just re-released the entire, like, re-sing the entire first album and just release it. Oh my god, Thank maybe you. that's what she's doing. <laughs> maybe. Hey, if that's what happens, we said it here first. <laughs> yes, you know, more our podcast, we'll, uh, we'll announce it for you. So guys, I don't know if you remember last week we asked you what out of Hero, Always Be My Baby and We Belong Together, three of the most common number ones that Mariah normally ends her concert tours with, or features in her concert tours, I should say. Which one out of the three would you replace with a another song? Could be a B-side, could be a number two, could be anything. And we ran a poll on social media, and we'd like to share the results with you as to what you guys, the lambs, put together as your song to replace. So... Kind of a testament between two. Twitter voted for Hero and Facebook voted for We Belong Together. And it was quite a vast difference. So it's kind of up to the two of them whether which one should be replaced. But Eva, I'm going to ask you, as you've had a week to think about it, what song out of the two out of It's a Sudden Death Now, We Belong Together and Hero, would you replace? I think I know your answer, but I'm going to let you say it. I'm going to have to choose Hero. You get the heave Because <laughs> I've heard that performed plenty. And I even graduated eighth grade to that song. So it has been around for quite some time. And although I love it, and although it helps many people get through lots of moments, it's not that I never want to hear it again, or I never want her to perform it again. I would just love to hear something different. But I get that it's a well-known song and when she performs like on a talk show or whatever, like she's got to do something that, that the good people know. And unfortunately it always comes down to hero and we belong together and always be my baby. <laughs> but would you, would you ever consider it if it was on a playlist, okay, different. And you have to get rid of Hero, but you have to replace it with Tokyo Dome Hero. Would you be happier then? No. I would. You still nope. wouldn't want it. No. Nope. No. no. Pack your bags, Hero. hero. Just, pack your bags. Put, put in a suitcase. Yep. Pack your bags, Hero. Uh, checkout was 2000. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you've had that. You, you've had that since like eighth grade. So that makes, oh, a little another Mariah moment. Eighth grade. You've had exactly. That great. So you've had that for a very, very long time. See, I said this to him on the opposite of GD yesterday that because I am a relatively new lamb to the lamb sphere, yeah, hero yeah, hasn't, yeah. He, hero hasn't, hero hasn't killed me off yet. I don't listen to it all the time, not at all. However, I am not sick of it, but I can see why you guys would be sick of it. I want to put the claws out there. Not sick of it. 
just want to hear something different. Like maybe a close my eyes moment or outside or even a can't let go moment or looking in or some other balladry from the 90s that, <laughs> you know, that she didn't do much of. Well, how about Fly Like a Bird? I would do Fly Like a Bird. That would actually be my choice to replace it as a, as a I, closing song for a concert. That's what I would choose. You know what, actually, actually, get what I said about keeping the hero in, I actually would, uh, I'd be here for Fly Like a Bird closer, I think. In fact, I she ended the concert, you know, did like the whistles and then ended it, you know, curtains come down, music, butterfly repose, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy with that. Let me see. Exactly. So she needs to do that. Mariah, if you're listening, please replace any closing songs at any concerts with Fly Like a Bird. Thank you. And that is that on that. Speaking of Fly Like a Bird, we got to fly on out of here because it is a wrap on the Mariah podcast this week, people. So, yes, we are going to fly out of here. And it was lovely to have you guys on another episode of the Mariah podcast. I am Shady Baby, otherwise known as Jack. I'm here with the lovely Diva. And we're going to say goodnight. Yes, as always, we love you. We appreciate you. And we enjoy you much. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to the Mariah Podcast. 